my dear listeners, the storyteller has returned. Now let us continue with our short warning. For those who despise the strange, the evil, the supernatural, then I implore you, turn this off right now or suffer the consequences of Tales of Darkness! <laughs> Still here, are we? Well then, let me just get the book. Here it is, the book. Our story today is The Witch of the Dark Wood Forest. Long ago, in the village of Fieldstone, there was a boy. His family was not wealthy, but they were not destitute. They lived in a small cottage on the far end of the village. The roof of their cottage was made of thatch, but there were thin places, so rain easily leaked through. The walls were made of rotting wood and homemade mortar, made of lime, mud, sticks, and hay. The town of Fieldstone was 20 miles past the town of Woodlock, but they shared many of the same fears. Like Woodlock, Fieldstone believed that there were dark spirits that haunted them. But unlike Woodlock, they, they believed in one central spirit of darkness. They called it the Witch of the Dark Wood Forest. The townspeople said that the witch would send monsters out to collect the people of their village and then take them back to her lair. The boy did not believe in such stories. He thought that the people of Woodlock had plagued their minds with paranoia. That town went crazy ever since that boy went missing in that gray house, he would thought. But things soon started to change. In the forest behind his cottage, he would see things, shadows that moved through the trees. He would see vines like tentacles growing on the cottage in the village, but then disappear as fast as they came. These visions went on for weeks until he saw it, a large figure deep into the woods of the forest, and a voice, a soothing voice that calmed him. It slowly overcame his thoughts and he followed it deep into dark wood forest. Darkwood Forest was the source of all evil. The sunlight could not penetrate the thick branches of the dark trees. The ground was soggy and every step he could hear the squishing of the mud. The boy felt cold, as if he was trapped in a forever winter without snow. Moss covered all the rocks, all the boulders, all the pebbles sight. It smelt like death. 
He walked through the mist that covered the forest. But as he walked, he could see a building. It was a small cottage, not unlike his own. The only difference was it was high up in the tallest tree of the forest. The outside of the cottage was disgusting. Black vines grew on the side of the house. The roof was covered in crows that would not stop calling. There were no windows, and there was one rope ladder that led to a trap door under the cottage. He climbed this rope ladder and entered the house. For some reason, it seemed like it was larger on the inside than the outside, but no less disgusting. Weeds poked out of the ground, and clutter of empty jaws and tin plates reached to the ceiling of the cottage. There were cabinets that came out of the walls that were filled with more jars, but these were filled with insects and lizards and other small animals. A cauldron stood in the middle of the cottage. Nothing held it up. It was floating in the air above a burning fire. Hello, young lad, said a voice from behind the boy. He turned around to see a hideous woman. She was short, with sandpaper-like skin. She had many warts on her face, most with hair poking out of them. She wore a long brown cloak. Her gray hair had what looked like streaks of mold growing in it. Um, hello, who are you? asked the boy. Oh, I'm just a weak old woman, she said. Young lad, why don't I make you some food, she said. The woman started taking out some liquids and other strange-looking objects out of the cabinets. She started to put them in the large cauldron that stood in her cottage. She took a large wooden spoon and started to stir the concoction. A smell wafted through the air. It was a wonderful aroma, the best smell he has ever smelled in his life. The old woman took a bowl and filled it up with stew. She handed it to the boy and said, would you like some, dear? Yes, please, he answered. He was given the bowl and a spoon to start eating. The first bite he tasted was like magic. He dropped his spoon and started to take huge gulps of his food. He inhaled his stew in less than a minute. But soon he started to become dizzy. His eyelids started to get heavy and he fell to sleep. When the boy awoke from his slumber, he found himself tied to a wooden chair. He looked up and saw the old woman stirring a new substance. Ah, you're awake. Did you have a nice rest? She said. What did you do to me? He asked. Oh, just a simple sleeping potion. Nothing that would kill you just yet. She responded. A sleeping potion? Like a magic potion? thought. You're a witch, he said. The witch of the dogwood forest, to be exact, she said. All those stories, all those legends, they were all true. Well, you will be a fine meal, she said. She waved her hand in the air and his binds untied. She went over and grasped him by his arm and tried to shove him into the boiling hot pot but he resisted. He then was able to break free from her and tried to run to the trapdoor. But when he got to the handle, he was transported back to his chair. 
won't run. You won't get anywhere, she said. But he did not listen. He once more tried to escape, but he just ended back where he started. But then, instead of running, he fought back. When he was put back in his chair, he got up, but he did not run to the trap door. He ran right to the witch. Wait, what are you doing? She yelled. He then shoved her into the boiling pot. The witch screamed as she burned, her arms and legs flying everywhere. She then died. The boy walked to the trap door, finally able to escape. But before he could open the door, he smelt the charred flesh of the witch. Soon, his mouth began to salivate and his stomach began to rumble. Now wasn't that terrifying? Staying tuned for another spine-chilling tale of... Tales of Darkness! 